HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. This week's episode of Mike and Judy is sponsored, 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 sponsored by Roberta's. It's, that means it's a sponsored. It's a sponsored by Roberta's. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks. To bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are. To pluck the low-hanging fruit of the literati, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that sponsorship drop. All right, Roberta. That. that was super awesome. I don't think you used sound effects for that either. I was no, just that was exactly how it sounded when I recorded it. <laughs> Well, but Brandon's obviously tied into the new Quaalude scene here in Bushwick. That was great. That's better than our show. Well, no, it would be better of our show if we didn't have such great guests today. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's nice to have you back, Judy. We missed you last week. Yes, I missed being here. I was full of disgusting phlegm <laughs> at home, which was not as fun as being here with you and Rachel Schukert. Well, it's good to be back. It's the Mike and Judy show again. Back together again, the <laughs> reunited and the beautiful. And um, you love Christmas, so I do love Christmas, and we're going to be celebrating Christmas today and always. We're going to be celebrating forever. Christmas until <laughs> until it gets here. Explain to us again why you love Christmas so much. Because I love shiny things, okay. blinking lights. Okay, that's just your autism speaking. Besides <laughs> that, <laughs> I love the smell of the Christmas tree. I love getting presents. I love buying presents. Really. <laughs> well, don't get too excited. I have to give my, my dentist the gift of $8,000 this December, so Christmas present buying is going to be a little light. But... Uh, eight days of Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I saying. Could, if I could get... Okay. You'll get eight M&Ms spread across eight days. <laughs> Works for me. Your presence is presence enough. Oh, liar. And here we are today is our wine-o-rama, our first ever holiday wine-o-rama with uh, my very good friend, Jean-Luc Ledoux, James Beard Award winner. We're sitting here also with uh, Patrick Martins of Heritage Food and our kind of our corporate 
suit. <laughs> Bonjour. Jean-Luc, <laughs> <laughs> um, Jean um, world-famous Somali, but now runs Ledoux's Wines in the Far West Village on Washington Street and was just named the number one wine shop by Zagat's, right? Yep. Good and glad to see you here. Whee! Wow. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> and um, and I love... Uh, so why did you get to say bonjour? <laughs> <laughs> you can speak French if you want. We have a very... Um, we have a polyglot audience. Very sophisticated. Yeah. I mean, as I, you can I tell by... It means our, hello. As everybody. you can tell by... <laughs> Thank you. As you can tell by our sponsor. <laughs> Perfect. Very the whole thing in French. French. I know well, the Mike and Edison listenership. It means hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's quit fucking around. There's a bottle of bubbly there. What do we got? Let's get started. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you, you started this whole thing by t telling me we were going to have pizza. There will and be pizza there's no coming. pizza. It will be here any moment. I so promise you I brought pizza wine today. Okay, good. And I thought it would be fun to start with a little sparkler because Judy said how much she loves Christmas I or love Hanukkah, Christmas. like or anything Hanukkah. that brings a gift. <laughs> so I, I brought a little bit of sparkling wine today. Um, and I know you love of all things Spanish. So I brought a cava. So yeah. So I brought a Navarone Cava, a 2009 vintage, it's a brute Cava, mm -hmm. and, and now we're going to open it. So who do you want me to eat? <laughs> so you just tell me you're, now. You're corporate, right behind you. This place guy. is going to look like the locker room of the Boston Red Sox in about two seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, without, without the plastic coverings, so which is a problem. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh! And, All right. And, and let know, the games no begin. Let the games begin. What does it mean when it spills? Is that just uh, chance, or does that mean it's a better quality wine when nothing comes out? No, it, means, it, it means it's a lousy sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> what is the difference between cava and champagne? I'm a wine. I love wine, but I don't know that much about it. We're, well, we're pouring right now. Hold on one second. Let me finish <laughs> Let's let him do the important God's work of pouring. I love this inviting people who bring us stuff, like the treat struck lady. From yeah. now on, all you, of our guests need to bring us stuff. You didn't like the ap apocalypse show as much. Yeah, I don't smoke pot, so I don't really give a shit about that. But. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Let's taste right. some delicious kava. All right. Bubbly. First of yeah, we need to clean bubbly, the glasses. Bubbly and brute. Chin chin, everybody. Do we, do we need to smell chin -chin. it first? And we hope everybody at home is getting bombed with us. <laughs> So you asked a very important question. What is the difference between Cava and Champagne? Well, they are both places. Oh. Champagne is okay. a place. You can't make right. Cava in Champagne. You can't make Champagne in Cava. Uh, Cava is a, you know, is a place in Spain. Those are wines that are, are made using the same method that you would use to make a Champagne, uh, except in a different country, in a different place. So they have a different taste. You know, wine is all about terroir, about the place it comes from. Mm -hmm. So it's no disservice that a cava can call himself champagne. It's just that it comes from, you know, a different area. But is it less uh, good? I know it's not as well known, but is it less good? It's different. Mm -hmm. And that's, what, that's the beauty of wine. You know, like if, we, if I wanted to drink the same thing every day, I'd have a bourbon and cook. But really? if I wanted to, if I, every <laughs> Or just cook, or just bur just bourbon. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but wine, the beauty of it is that you could drink a bottle every day for the rest of your life, and you wouldn't have to drink the same thing every day. And I think that's the important thing, is that wine is a product of a place, of a grape, of a winemaker, of you know, what we call in French terroir. And, and hence, like every single wine made has, uh, is different. I have had champagne in Champagne. I've also had rye crackers in Rye, New York. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're putting I, the hava and kava. That's it. You know, it's, it's, all, it's all about sourcing locally, right, Patrick? Yes. <laughs> but, but if you don't want to break the bank, you know, when you're, when you're drinking sparkling wine, I do champagne like a bargain. 
Exactly. Well, that, this no. is. I think this is a great bargain. I think the quality of this wine. Again, this is well. a Navarran Cava from Spain, 2009, and and I think this is a, an excellent sparkling wine, which is dry, which it's, is complex, which has aromas of almonds. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's very delicious. It's very dry. I like About, this very much. How much would this run? Run a run a lady? About fifteen dollars a bottle. Okay, how much would it run a guy? And you know, run, <laughs> for you, seventeen. But. <laughs> You know, for the Jews in the audience, remember, it's not what it costs, it's what you get it for. Um, <laughs> but, you know, let's talk about the $15 bottle of wine uh, mm-hmm. for a moment, because uh, I am a hardcore, always hard target search for the great $15 bottle of wine. I drink a bottle of wine or open a bottle of wine every night in my house. Okay. Um, and I don't you know, want to drop 30 or $40 on a bottle of wine just to have dinner with uh, Curry you are. in a hurry. And I think there are great $15 bottles of wine. I mean, you have to look. You have to search it out. But... I've been having great luck with Malbec, which is a great mm-hmm. uh, value, and Rioja, of course, mm-hmm. is a great value at fifteen dollars. What else might we be looking for for fifteen bucks? Beaujolais. Ah, I'm so glad you said that. It's the season for the new stuff, right? Okay, okay the bottle I had was crap so far this year. The one, the Ghetto Fabulous George Dubuff label that looks like you know the fresh plunk of Bel Air. Oh, the one with the graffiti on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, oh my the god. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. forget about that. Oh my god, it's, it was a bore mauvais. Okay, it's, it's the wor- a- it's the worst thing that's happened to France since the German occupation. <laughs> it was a mo- <laughs> oh man, it's a Beaujolais. A Beaujolais, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but but you like Beaujolais, and I actually I, I love Beaujolais. Uh, so, so tell us why, because I think it's got a bad reputation, just sort of being as a uh, breakfast wine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mr. Shower Beer, well, like not. <laughs> it's you know, well, it's, it's grape juice. It's young. I mean, it's obviously not not mature. The Nouveau, anyway. We're talking the Nouveau Beaujolais. Do you get excited when the Nouveau? Comes I don't out? get excited about the Nouveau Beaujolais. I, I think you know, it's it, it was. This is a wine that was born out of a, a, a promotional ID about 30 years ago. And it's an ID, it's, it's, it's an ID which time has passed. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that we're really having today a new generation of winemakers. I think Beaujolais Nouveau single-handedly destroyed Beaujolais uh, by making people think that Beaujolais is not a quality wine. When there is a total... Uh, uh, core of amazing winemaker in Beaujolais mm-hmm. that make great wine year in year out. And actually, I brought a little gamay with with me today that so we can taste after after we down that bottle of sparkling wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I like Beaujolais. It's bottoms up today. Like we don't finish it, I don't open the next one. <laughs> like like to, like like to me, Beaujolais is a great summer wine. It's a great picnic wine because it's you know red wine that you can drink chilled, mm-hmm. right? You know, as opposed to others that it actually t- tastes great. It's light. You can do a few bottles. But who <laughs> does the Nouveau Beaujolais? Is it the same producers that do the high end Beaujolais, or was it a new breed of young guys that wanted to make cheap wine no i mean it's be, it's being made by a whole array of different estates i mean Beaujolais Nouveau is a wine that has to be uh, uh when most wines are still in barrels and won't be released for another year like Nouveau Beaujolais is already out like right now you're tasting the 2011 Nouveau Beaujolais so it's a wine that was harvested in september that's on the market in november so it really is like grapefruit juice. It's, it's, grape like juice. A, it's like a, it's, it's like a it's breakfast wine. Just born baby, you know. <laughs> After a shower. Well, so I mean, I, I used to get into, you know, whatever. You pick up a bottle of the Nouveau. It's, it's inexpensive. Whatever. Let's see. Let's see what tastes. It's because it's very um, inconsistent year to year. Yeah. Some years, I mean, wow, this tastes really good. Most years are actually just kind of boring is the problem. It's not even that's so, it's not particularly bad. It's just not, it's boring. It's got no character. It's well, got, it, it well, the, brings... the, beauty, the beauty about Beaujolais Nouveau. If you're into headaches, <laughs> nothing will give you as hard a headache the morning after than an overdose of Beaujolais. <laughs> I do love a headache yeah, in you the know morning. You know exactly. <laughs> so if you like that, I mean, drink it away. You know what's really good for a hangover? <laughs> Beer in the shower? Drinking too much the night before. <laughs> <laughs> what about the new boxed wines? 
I'm kind. I mean, ah, ha, ha. I kind ah, of, ha. I kind of am a fan. The tet- we doing Tetra bricks like Euro style box we, one. You know, we actually, you know, I tell you, it's interesting. People are all about packaging these days. Mm-hmm. And I'm a can of wine. A can of wine, <laughs> or like the Sofia Coppola champagne, or whatever. It the was. little pup thing, yeah. yeah. But like the the the, the package wine in Briggs, they are not, you know, like ten years, fifteen years ago, that was like really the low end of wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, apart for Thunderbird, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but that was really like the low end of wine, the boxed wines, and and as they've been really a new generation in the last three, four years that are putting wine they were actually bottling before. And they're not putting into boxes. And we're selling a couple at the shop. But again, it's all about packaging. We had an excellent one that came in a Tetra Brick, couldn't sell a bottle of it. We have one that comes in a wooden box. It's the thing flies out of the window. Oh, really? So huh. it's. When I was living in Spain, there was a lot of table wine that came in, in the Tetra Brick. And it was, you know, the same wine that you'd have at lunch at a, you know, for the 800 Peseta menu, Del Dia. It was coming in a brick. It was uh, it's a very efficient way, you know, non-breakable packages that fit together. You can put a lot of wine in a truck when it's packed in a tetra brick as opposed to a bottle, right? I wish you could do like you can do in supermarkets in France, where you know you can go to supermarket in France with your empty bottles, and there's a dispenser where you can just like it's almost like you know like a beer in a bar, and like you can just like <laughs> fill up your your container oh, and go back France. home and it costs you like a euro or two, like a growler. <laughs> it's like, like a wine growler. Yeah, they have um, wine on tap at. Uh, what is it at St. Anselm's over on, in Williamsburg? Well, wine, um, is a, wine on tap is an idea as time has finally come yeah. in, in New York. People just were not ready for that. I know a few places that tried it in uh, New York, and finally people are realizing that it's okay to get wine from a barrel. I mean, that's where it's coming from anyway, right? And there's less manipulation. The wine doesn't suffer. You know, wines, every time you manipulate a wine, however little, you take something away from the wine. Let's and manipulate some wine now. Well, do you believe in those <laughs> machines that they use? Uh, they, they're those big expensive machines and they put tubes into each bottle and then it comes. Does that seem to manipulate it too much, no? You know what? If you open a bottle of wine, finish it. The <laughs> thing so about wine is like, the I mean, like, finish it the following day, but don't stop like trying to pump things into it, pump things out of it. Like, I mean, come on, leave the bottle alone. I mean, it's a fresh. I mean, you, you do pork mm-hmm. and you do great pork. I mean, like, if we were, like, pumping in, pumping in. That's, like, that's pork for our English-speaking friends? Finish your chop. <laughs> don't save it. Just exactly. Don't, it. don't, you know, it's like, don't manipulate the chop. <laughs> don't, let's manipulate some of that Beaujolais, some of that Gamay, and see what that's all about. Where's the pizza? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, you, as far, uh, Roberta's is awesome, but they are they can be a little crowded. Well, they're overwhelmed. Slow. They're yeah. overwhelmed today. It's, it's, it's Sunday afternoon here at Roberta's in Bushwick. and um, We obviously thought worry. Jack had more pull here than he does. But. So... I brought for us today, you talk about Beaujolais, and um, I thought you were, since we were supposed to have pizza... The pizza's uh, coming, John. Uh, right, I'm, just, I'm just saying. God, we're just, I'm just saying. Like, you know, we're you know be- last week there was 100% Jews on the show and there was less complaining. <laughs> <laughs> and but I'm yeah. French. French complain more than Jews. <laughs> That's right? why we get along so well. Right. You, you know, my favorite French wine? <laughs> well, I'm going to give you your new favorite French wine. You want uh, some, or some Jewish wine? Can we go to Bloomingdale's now? Oh, wait. oh, come on. Don't get me started on kosher wines. <laughs> Delicious. Mm. So, I got a wine today that comes with a screw cap. All right. And I think screw caps are okay. And I think there's also a misunderstanding in the market that somehow uh, screw caps are not going to be the same quality as a cork bottle. I love a screw cap. Um, I think we're going to take a break while we... You, while we, uh, you know, while we get ready for this, let me... I know the song we're going to play that John luc picked out. Uh, how I met John Luke is actually a pretty good story. Actually, I was on my way to do a tour of Europe with my band, the Edison Rocket Train, and I asked a friend of mine in France, uh, in Toulouse, 
Um, but they're all from the north. Jildas, oh. Jildas uh, of the of the Fantastica fanzine. Uh, fa- uh, <laughs> Freaks uh, freak out. Um, dig anyway, dig it, dig it, dig it. Magazine, right? We used um, to have a radio show together when I was 15 right. years old in France. L'Echo des Garages. And um, he said, "Well, you should call our friend John Luke. You know, he's he's a rock and roll fan, and he'll help you out." Because I wanted to learn to sing a song in French. And when I went up to John Luke's place, I didn't realize that a he had been uh, such a high-powered sommelier, or b that he was such a big Ron Chance fan, uh, the band that I'd been in for many years. And uh, we became very, very fast friends and in fact um, that's when I introduced you to a former guest on the show Andy Chernoff of course of uh, the dictators who became the rock and roll sommelier and worked at Ledoux's Wines on Washington Street um, in the far west village number one wine shop in New York by Zagatz well you know I was a fan actually of the Ronch Hands before the Ronch Hands because yeah. I, I, I was a fan of the other place right and, and I, I arrived in New York in 1985 and I was really into rock and roll and I, I, I saw the other place of First Stones you know, all the cramps, all those bands. And it was really the bands I liked. Can you believe this guy worked at Danielle? Anyway, so uh, let's go back, go way back. Here the Ron Chan's doing Thunderbird. Yeah. Chance. Can you dig it? Who doing the wapadang? Old school, right, John Luke? Yep, forty twice. <laughs> We're here twice with Jean Luc Ledoux, Mike Edison, Patrick Martin, and I believe we have Frank DeCaro on the line. You certainly do. Hey, Frank, I love your new book, The Dead Celebrity Cookbook. My favorite thing anybody ever says. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have to say though, a lot of the recipes are kind of repulsive. <laughs> oh, not a lot, just a few. I was going through it. I was going to make some food for for these guys, but uh, uh, yeah, no. Jean Luc saw your book, and the first thing he said was, "Really? What was Sid Vicious's last meal?" <laughs> Wait, I said just I just see Wheezy and uh, George Jefferson on there. Oh yeah, can yep. you can you talk a little bit about Isabel Sanford's Boston Chicken? One of the yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start with Isabel. Thank you for nothing. No, we're gonna start. <laughs> Isabel Sanford's Boston Chicken was the one recipe that I taste tested that we were a little scared of because. <laughs> 
It's, it's not even fun as comfort food. It's just yucky. It's my heart. Um, it's and my I heart. still love her as Wheezy Jefferson. I, I'm crazy Wheezy. about Isabel Sanford. But her Boston chicken is, it's, you take chicken and you paint it. That's the instructions. Paint it with a mixture of Russian dressing, uh, apricot jam, and onion soup mix. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the I pineapple no, preserves. But I do say watch her on the Jeffersons. There's an episode where she uh, she uh, creates what her husband calls a ghetto cookbook, and it, you need to watch that episode. Do you have any Do you have any meals in here that might be good for Jean Luc to come up with a pairing for? Oh, well, I think Paul Lynn's beef stew is kind of, would be kind of a good thing. I mean, he was saucy, the and what? and it turns out even though it's made with canned vegetables, because and you got to remember in the '60s, using canned things and frozen things was modern. It wasn't just that they were tacky; it's, they were it was modern to do that. Clarence so, Birdeye was the future. What page of the book is that? I know, that? and I didn't get my jetpack or anything. I'm bummed. I really was hoping we would. It was going to be like that, and it didn't work out. Where Where is Paul Lynn's? Um what page is that? Well, probably the in the in Europe. section. It's probably in the center square. Exactly. Look. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. But uh, Anything uh, yeah, by Rip he's Taylor in the Funny in Man, a chapter, and uh, and it's you. It's very easy to make, and you make it with a bunch of canned veggies, and you think how good could this taste? And then you leave it overnight, and the next day you reheat it, and you're like, this is good. So what reheat the, oh, so the secret. The secret is about leaving it overnight. I love it. <laughs> it's always better the next. How about day. a week later? So leftovers. I mean, is leftovers? Are there certain wines that stand up to the kind of decomposition? Posing meats and things like that. <laughs> well, I, I could think of a lot of wines, you know, like a, a, a good Chateau Neuf du Pape with a lot of with a high alcohol content or yes, an American yeah. Zinfandel that would kill every bacteria around. You know, like something <laughs> high alcohol that would kill bacteria. <laughs> well, no, you, you know how things. Once the flavors mingle, they're a little bit better. And I think stew is like that, definitely. What about Mexican her- food? Not so much. If you make anything out of the south of the border chapter, you really kind of have to eat it when you make it. I think we should challenge Jean-Luc to Hermione Gingold salmon pie. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man, the salmon to pie. To eat it or pair something with <laughs> it? Pair it. We got it. We're going to hear which wine uh, off the cuff he, we would eat, drink with that. Is that Albion's from uh, Harry Potter? <laughs> no, I guess no, not. No, she's an old dead person. That's still oh, she's alive. An old de- oh, so she's in the pie. <laughs> uh, no, okay, not, okay. It's so. not how to cook dead celebrities, it's how to make the recipes of dead celebrities. Oh, that's oh I, no thought, fun. I thought, I thought, okay, yeah. we cannot cook them. <laughs> you okay, could, no problem. Okay, with salmon, depending on the sauce, you know, and I think that you have milk, sour creams, you know, black pepper, ta 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 ta. Okay, we're going to stay white today. Uh, wine. And uh, and I think ripple ripple was probably good. That's no no no. I would see. I honestly would see like a Roussan based Côte du Rhône from the south of France. Something low acid, uh, rich, a little bit oily, uh, with aromas of white flour. Because I think that would cover the stink. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I would stay with the white Côte du Rhône based on Roussan. But that's that's a really ed- uneducated guess right here. Et voilà. Et voilà. <laughs> I think it sounds good. Now you mentioned Ripple. Now Ripple, I know this is the only wine pairing I can do. Ripple goes beautifully <laughs> with Red Fox's tomato sauce, his spaghetti sauce, <laughs> because he used to always make Champipple, which was Ripple and ginger ale. You mix it together, you made Champipple. My heart, Elizabeth, it's my heart. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the Peppy Van Ripple. Oh, okay. I think I, I think I'm gonna write a book called Cooking with Ripple. I think that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. For the holidays. It's so so much sugar in it. I think we could make candy. Ripple candy, ripple apples. And you can boil it down. You know, yeah. I would boil it like, down like, to get like, more alcohol out yeah, of this exactly, thing. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you're going to tipple, you can stick with ripples. See, that could be your thing for the holidays. It would be nice. Well, Frank, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. How Frank? do we buy that book? Yes. Uh, what's the you, title? You go to a fucking bookstore to give them your money, Patrick. What? <laughs> Bookstores? Do they exist? <laughs> can, can we steal it somewhere? There's that. Or you can sit in your jam jams and you can order it via, there are links on deadcelebritycookbook.com and also you can go to uh, Amazon, barnesandnoble.com and also walmart.com, believe it or not. Walmart. And can we follow you on Facebook and Twitter, Frank? You can you certainly I would love it. There's also there's a fan page for the book and there's one for my radio show on Sirius XM. And uh, what else is there? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of ways to follow me. And it's Frank Darrow's show on Twitter if we're really going to do it. All right, okay. we, we do, lo- we so do much, love your Frank. book. We love Dead Celebrities, and thanks for coming on. It's going to be my a- pleasure. Happy holidays. Happy right. holidays. It's Take care. Be, it's going to be a Dead Celebrity holiday. I feel it now. Who's going to be next to Croak? Uh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, no, it's not. It's a terrible question. <laughs> no. But... <laughs> well, they, you know, whoever is going to croak now till the end of the year is going to be the top, the top person on the, you know, the who died in 2011 list. So it's kind of a high Betty profile White, time she's to go. doing very well. She seems very healthy on that show. Yeah, and the nation would be heartbroken if she croaked. Betty White? Oh, Ooh, that, Betty would, White. That, would, that would be She's bad. 93 or something. That would be very... I'd do her. <laughs> okay, let's get the shorter list. Who wouldn't you do, Mike? <laughs> Bill Bill Wyman. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would do his girlfriends. <laughs> oh man, oh man. So okay, so here so we are with he, the Beaujolais. Is this broadcasted inside a restaurant? No. 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 Okay, cool. Check out the sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> There is a weird lamb sweater. Uh, oh my god! Those oh two sweaters god. like a contest in front of us. For, for, those, for those of you out there in Radio Land, we um, the studio is behind the restaurant with a big bay window and, for, and sort of like the cone of silence. They can see us but can't hear us. And um, man, hope. there are some bad oh snowflake sweaters out there. It's Christmas. bringing attention away from my orange pants. I like that. <laughs> I like your orange. Yeah, but those are cool. Yeah, those Thank are you. very cool. Well, it's obviously laundry day here at uh, Michael Judy's <laughs> show. So what else? What else do we have to drink today, Jean Luc? We have this yeah. nice Beaujolais. Which well, we out of the well, I can't wait for the next one. I can't uh, wait for the pizza. I know. Well, there'll be pizza. <laughs> this coming, is but... a Jewish pizza. It uh, never comes. <laughs> yeah, it's never always, sprang. It, we keep the, on uh... talking about it. We're going to be talking about our Christmas gifts all throughout the season. We never get them. <laughs> well, that's why. All right, let's take a moment here. Let's, let's put this Beaujolais back. Okay, we're gonna start. let's we come have, back we have, to we the have, We have another bottle of beautiful red wine here, and we only five have, minutes left. It's okay. We have we have the after show that only certain people are invited to. But it to. is the best wine. He saved the best uh, for last, so we should well, say well, a word. Well, hold on one second. I think if you were, you know, like that Beaujolais, uh, and it, by the way, it's called Les Raisins Perdus by Marcel Lapierre. Uh, this is not a vintage wine. This is made actually by one of the best winemakers in Beaujolais, but this is like a twelve ninety nine bottle of wine I love that he wine. just made. I brought that for you. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> and, but this is something that's like an uncomplicated gamay to drink right out of the bottle. And when I think of, about pizza, I think about wines like this. Mm-hmm. Something that's simple, easygoing. You're right, it's a little stringent. The acidity is a little, ver- mm-hmm. little high. But actually, that works great with food. And, and I think, and I love the label. I, w- you know, I wish we were on TV right now because I, I <laughs> think this is one around? of the most brilliant. We, we can't be on TV. Judy is too hot for television. I'll scorch 
whatever they don't have. And tubes you know, anymore. as soon as there's a camera, I get naked. So you know, we're better off doing the radio. <laughs> you fucking French people! What is with you? Just like taking your clothes off every time. We just have you naked. Je suis prêt pour le prochain. All right. Did you finish ouais. the wine? Oh, ouais, ouais, hold on ouais, one second. Ouais, ouais. You can only get the next wine if you bottom up bottom your up. last wine. Okay, so bottom, bottom up, guys. Up. What's the word? The, bottom up. <laughs> the best line from today is from what you said earlier. If you open a bottle of wine, finish it. I feel the same way about a bottle of vodka, though. <laughs> <laughs> So you can't really have a liquor cabinet in your house. <laughs> it doesn't, it's, yeah, his liquor cabinet is one single bottle box. <laughs> yeah, so sustainable and like a uh, wet bar, not really synonymous in the Edison household. Oh, do you hear that okay. tragic cough is still lurking? Oh, Thank you. Judy, 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 I worry about you so. Okay, Judy, you're out. You couldn't finish your glass on time. Time's up. Okay. What kind of Irish woman am I? Are you, I? I thought you were like the last of the Habsburg line. Like She couldn't uh, digest the grapes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suck Habsburg this baby The Habsburg line down. has ended. So what's the difference between the one we just drank, the uncomplicated gamay, and the one that you guys are drinking right now? Well, this is very cool stuff. Uh, the next wine we're having now is a, a winery called Tenuta della Terenere. Like Judy It's Tenuta. a Sicilian wine. Et- like, yeah. Judy, like Judy Tenuta. Yeah. Except it comes an accordion. You know? It's like, <laughs> well, this but, is the volcano wine. It's, a, it's the volcano wine. Um, uh, this is really cool stuff. Uh, Terenere 2010. This is made from a grape uh, prick up your ears. Uh, Nerello Mascalese. I, you know, oh, I, practice, I, I practiced my Italian oh, before man, I came here today. Good. I know. I feel I, very I, sexy right I, now. I, I, I feel like Sophia Loren I, right I, now. I, uh, but it's bringing me to Tumescence when you say it. Can you say it again? Will you there say it again? There is nobody who won't have sex <laughs> So this is, okay, this is a very cool stuff. This is a wine. Uh, when you think of Sicily, you think of a very hot place. It's, you know, it's in the Mediterranean. Look at the color of this wine. This, you, could, you could read your newspaper through this, this glass of wine. It's very light in color. This comes from very high up, over 1,000 feet. Those are some of the highest mm. vineyards in all of Europe. It's over 1,000 feet high vineyard on the side of the Etna uh, mountain. Etna Which is Vol- still active, right? Which is still active, yeah. So if you find a few uh, particles of uh, rock in your glass, it's because it just made it in a way. You're it's I like this. It's very dry. I'm getting sort of uh, like a dark it's, cherry kind of vibe out of it. This is a twenty-two dollar bottle of wine, and wow. I think it's hard to get a better. <laughs> all right, all right. One more gulp. One more gulp, Judy. There <laughs> you go. No, and, I can. And, and yes, Judy, there are people I won't nice. have sex with. To answer your question, uh, are you going to get served? John Luke is not one of them. I'm did, did you hear him? Myself. Did you hear the French guy speaking Italian? Who wouldn't do him? No, he's hot. <laughs> Katie, Kate, Katie said, "Oh, your guest is very attractive." Like, yes. Ooh la, ooh la, la. Are you sure ooh she la, was la. talking about him and not me? No, just <laughs> I, I think she was talking about. You know, I think a lot of time, you know, I get that comment because I'm carrying a three pack of wine. <laughs> and the second I drop it on the table, like people are like, "Yeah, sure, he's okay. He's a French guy in a room, you know." So, but uh, I, I think this is very special. This is very special stuff, and not in an American. Uh, 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 juiced up type of wine. This is a very pure wine fr- from the, the heights of the the Vietnam mountain in Italy. I love I like this it. stuff. I could drink this with pizza if there was any around, <laughs> or I could have this with many other things. So now this is twenty two dollars. Now in three years, what will it be? A hundred? Because it's very good. Uh, Lisa, I'm not on Wall Street. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing with wine. You buy wine to enjoy it. You know, screw like you know like I, I'm tired of like saying like oh well this wine is gonna get in price next year this year this year I'm not a commodity trader I'm a wine lover mm. and like if it go, you know like buy it now 
and uh, enjoy lot. it. And no, I mean, buy it because it's never going to be that expensive. It's delicious. And it's I, fantastic love, stuff. I, I love it. Once again, it's been the 30 fastest minutes on the internet today. Today, <laughs> He just slurred. Are we done already? We're done. That's it. it. It flies like like nothing else is going on. But that's why I love John Luke and Ledoux's Wines and Washington Street because they serve not only the 1% but the 99%. What's the website? You are truly a wine store of the people. We, we serve anybody. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we aim to serve. Yes. Do you guys have a, do you guys have a website? <laughs> we have a website. It's ledewines.com. So it's, I'll spell it. Yes. L- like lithium, <laughs> e like ecstasy, D like down, <laughs> U like Uranus, like. <laughs> W like wine, I like I want to go home soon, uh, N like uh, N. E, okay, it's like loose, E and S. Lines. Okay, <laughs> lines. okay. And this show today has been brought to you by the letter M for Mike and the letter J for Judy. Once again, it's the Mike and Judy Show. You're on Average Radio. Thank you guys so much, Patrick, John, Luke, and Judy. Happy holidays. Love y'all. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. You'll probably get sweaters, underwear, and socks. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening. <laughs>